Welcome to the Hypnosis NGH podcast. This podcast series offers a fun and serious look at hypnosis and offers various ideas, discuss case studies, along with NGH educational opportunities. everybody. This is Debbie Boucher, and I am broadcasting our NGH podcast for you all to listen to. And I'm broadcasting from the summer conference with the National Guild of Hypnotists. And I have with me today a woman that I will talk about. I'm going to introduce her. Her name is Gabriella Foster. And before I say hello officially, I want to read a little bit about Gabriella. She is a board-certified hypnotherapist, a certified hypnosis instructor, CEO of Behavioral Health Residential Facilities and psychotherapist possessing a master's degree in counseling while completing her PhD. I think I read that all wrong, but you're doing a lot of stuff and that you are also, you're concluding what a valuable treatment tool hypnosis would afford in the care of her clients. You're sort of combining all that. I really apologize for kind of messing up your bio, but hello, Gabriella. Hi, Debbie. Welcome. And why don't you just say a little bit better <laughs> what, what I didn't say very well about who you are and all that before we jump in with questions. No worries. I think you did an excellent job, Ooh, just if you. I must say. But my name is Gabriella Foster. Most of that is very true. I am um, I, I, I'm a hypnotherapist. I started using hypnosis as an adjunct modality. So I also have my master's in counseling. I'm currently pursuing my PhD in psychology, which I'll be concluding in December of this year. Very interesting. And I am a certified instructor as well as I'm board certified with NGH. Excellent. And where do you live? Where do you do your, all your work at? I am a new Floridian. Ooh. I relocated from Arizona to Florida about three months ago. How do you like it? Beautiful. Uh, We're in a little tiny town called Vero Beach, and it's just gorgeous. Nice area. Yeah, it is. It really is. So you started off first in the um, behavioral side of work, like the more the health healthcare. Yeah, I was in I was a mental health professional um, working as a psychotherapist, and um, I got kind of fascinated because one of my first positions after completing grad school was working with a neuropsychology department. And there we treat a lot of traumatic brain injury patients and stroke patients. Those patients don't really have the cognition to push like a cognitive behavior therapy program to them. So you have to find something that can reach them because of their reset is very low, their memory reset. Um, it can be anywhere from five seconds to 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. therefore they can't really hold on to a real plan. But the interesting thing was I found that a lot of art therapy work, whether it's music or art itself, some form of drawing or painting, and then also what we call like a, a reintroduction letter to themselves, you mm-hmm. know? So all of those things were great modalities to treat them. And um, I found by accident that also the VA was using hypnotherapy as another form of treatment for anxiety and PTSD. So Very cool. I got fascinated, looked into it, got certified as a, hypno, as a uh, hypnotherapist, and then got fascinated with NGH, came to the conventions, just loved everything about the organization, and ended up getting certified to teach it, as well as to become board certified, just so that everyone knows that I do understand what's going on. Wow. So. You have a lot of superpowers in there. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so with all, with your background, well, number one, 
because you do have a background in the healthcare and all, and you have a degree and a license, you're licensed, mm -hmm. you can say and do a lot more as a hypnotist because of your background. People like myself who are just hypnotists, I'm not licensed as a therapist or a counselor. You know, I have to be, I don't treat, diagnose, cure, prescribe or anything. So you kind of have a bigger arena starting off. So with the clients, the patients that you see, how has hypnosis been a really powerful bridge for you? And still doing what you're doing, helping people, but now including hypnosis into what you do. Uh, well, that's pretty interesting that you say that because um, I'm speaking this year at the convention and my topic is going to be using hypnosis for the treatment of substance addiction because being an owner of a behavioral health residential facility, we have a lot of patients that are either mental health diagnosis or mm -hmm. they have substance abuse diagnosis and some of a co-occurring meeting that they have dual diagnosis. Yep. So with that said, um, we actually found a man-made handpicked population of test subjects, which was all patients. So I started using this to treat them in addition or as an adjunct modality of therapy to what they were already receiving. And we felt it was profound. Yeah. Um, one of our patients, he was, he had been sober for three months and he had been in addiction for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And this is the longest he had had sobriety was three months. And in conclusion, after adding on the hypnosis, meditation as well, we started to see that change where he really understood because we can take them to the point of understanding the disease, understanding the mental illness, understanding the triggers and the coping skills, developing new coping skills. But if we can use hypnosis to actually take them to the onset of their first trigger, to even find out, get that visual of mm -hmm. what was really going on, yeah. now we can take them a little closer to understanding personally, how they can change and what brings on those triggers. That's exciting. Um, I was a hypnotist for 10 years at Options Recovery Services, which is a drug alcohol treatment program in Berkeley, California. Wow. And I was volunteering as a hypnotist and I chaired their board for a while. And as a hypnotist in California, I don't treat, diagnose or cure. And I can't help you if you have addictions, but if you have a really, really, really strong habit, I can help you. But at Options, they gave me free reign to work with their clients. And it's a 12 month program. And I would work with them keeping them really motivated on each step of their journey with their counselors. And, um, and it's fascinating. So I, I love what you're doing, like how to use hypnosis to help with addictions because it's so powerful. And they experience such an immediate shift when they do experience that. So you're doing really valuable work with people because, you know, there's a lot of people that deal with addiction. Oh and, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. The, you use existential, existential, behavior modifications, kind of helping them find out what's going on within and how they can change it. But when you add hypnosis to it, it's just a mind-blowing open space. Like, wow, now I really understand the purpose and the behaviors that I've been displaying. Yep. So that's what immediately, you yep. didn't have to tell me twice. And I you, knew that was going to be a perfect adjunct. Therapy. And you said a word duo-diagnosed, where as a hypnotist, I would go work with a group of people, but some of them were duo-diagnosed and mm -hmm. it wasn't safe for the other people for me to offer the hypnosis. So again, with your background and all that, it's just the power that you can bring into these people's lives and helping them get unhooked from their addiction is just phenomenal. So absolutely. And I love we this. find that many people who suffer from substance addiction, that wasn't their first diagnosis. It was mental health. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, didn't understand 
how to heal themselves, maybe had tried psychotropics or prescription medications mm-hmm. and the side effects were too much. Yeah. So they started to self-medicate with drugs. And mm-hmm. this is where the substance addiction lays on top of that. Mm-hmm. So then you have the co-occurrence situation. And if we can just kind of remove those layers and get to the beginning, what was going on at the beginning? That's when real healing and education comes. And we know with hypnosis, that's what we help clients do is go back to the cause, regress to cause, or just go back to when did this first start? You exactly. know, to take away the, the terminology and just talk about, you know, when did this first start for you? Exactly. Go into your subconscious mind and it will show you. Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself taking this, your journey with everything that you're doing? Like, what do you hope to be seeing yourself doing in, let's say, five years from now? Um, well, um, when I finished my PhD in December, Um, It's in psychology with an emphasis on addiction. Mm -hmm. So I'm also writing my first book and it's called Hashtag Self-Taught, which is talking about the internal dialogue that we put into our heads and how we can change that dialogue to make a positive outcome. And if you believe it, you can achieve it. I know it sounds cheesy, but that's how it's the truth. truth. Yeah. So I want to do those things. So with all that said, my next step is once I complete my PhD, I want to purchase a home in Belize and make it a healing home so that anyone who wants to repurpose themselves, refine themselves, or even find a new direction and purpose, because so many times we go through life with no purpose. We don't know who we are. We just kind of spend. Mm-hmm. And I've been there. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. But once you find it, it's so profound to know this is what you're called to do. Yeah. So I thought how wonderful being that my prior career, I was a real estate broker. So I understand. I did business. not see that coming. <laughs> no one does. I did not see that one coming. <laughs> it was so interesting in grad school. I like, think so... you'd have been really good at it, though. I you were. I loved it. I loved it. But <laughs> I guess it prepared me for this. Who knows with the clients? <laughs> it, it, I do understand the corporate model, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to reach out to a lot of corporations as well to offer them an opportunity to have their... Uh, employees have an opportunity to go somewhere where they can reboot. Not only would it help their bottom line as a salesperson, Mm -hmm. but just help them to find out who they are and what they're really doing in life. Right on. So I'm hoping once we can get that up and running, we'll have a lot of corporations coming out to visit us, share with us. And Belize just seems like a beautiful place. Next month, I'll be spending the month there. (laughs) Belize next. (laughs) We actually are going next month to spend the entire month in Belize. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. What, um, like how receptive is your community, community bringing hypnosis in to this work? Um, the community is great. Um, what I found is that sometimes when you are a, um, non-Caucasian cultures have harder times identifying with hypnosis Mm -hmm. and understanding it. Mm -hmm. Um, they are very close and they're very closed minded as well as close to new concepts. And we've been taught that if it doesn't kill you, it will make you stronger. (laughs) So it's almost instilled in us to push things down and not let them come out. That is probably, and that's like a cultural thing thing you're saying, or Oh, it's definitely a cultural thing. We find that so often. And I remember when I said I was going into uh, psychology, people were like, what? And what I'm so proud of is through social media, through even 
some of our big stars, celebrities, they're actually putting the word out about mental health. That mm. is no longer a stigma. It's no longer That's something so true. we have to hide. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, no yeah. matter what color your skin, yeah. no matter anything, everyone is understanding mental health and how we can heal ourselves. Yeah. And that we're in a we're in an era where everyone is trying to find the best them that they can be. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. I, I love think that. it's going to be great. One question I like to ask people is, you know, there's a lot of different hypnotic hypnosis guilds around. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose the NGH, the National Guild of Hypnotists? And what do you like? You know, like, what is it that you really love about this organization? When I was trained in Scottsdale Institutes of Hypnosis, I was trained through, she was with the National Guild, my instructor. So that's kind of, I fell into it. Mm-hmm. But then I did my research, like, um, I found out that you guys were probably the biggest in the industry of hypnosis, not only just offering it to us, but in advocating with the, the, um, the lawmakers and, and at um, Capitol Hill and yep. just making sure that we're protected yep. and we're educated about what's going on and making sure that we weren't just like hypnosis to do for uh, entertainment. But when I found that you guys are really interested in clinical hypnosis and the modalities that we could use it for healing, that's when I got mind blown. I love that. And what is your favorite aspect of hypnosis? Like, do you have like a superpower or a specialty in hypnosis? You know, it's very interesting because I kind of feel like we all have our calling. And even when I was in sales, people used to tell me I had a very soothing voice. So when I... Buy this house. (laughs) Buy this house. You love it. You will love it. (laughs) So when I did my inductions to my practicing when I was getting certified as a hypnotist, um, everyone that I did said the same thing. So I thought, well, that's probably the beginning of my superpower. And then the fact that I love to do discovery and research and understand what that person needs. I don't ever start uh, induction with anyone unless I sit down, do a discovery and Mm -hmm. find out what's important to them. Because that may not be what I see. Yeah, exactly. Client-oriented therapy. Absolutely. What's best for our clients. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, You've been teaching at the conference before. Yes, this is is not your first year teaching. Uh, This is my first time teaching. Oh, hush me. I'm sorry. (laughs) First time presenter at the conference, but you've been to the conferences before. Yeah, I've been here before. So what is that you like about the conference here? I love the camaraderie. I love that everyone is here to support each other. There's no, you know, this person is, oh my God, everyone has the same opportunities. Everyone gets to share in the same information. Um, And just to know you have a like-minded person that you're going to see. And so many of them, you know, Mm -hmm. we all are excited about healing and helping and we are providers and we want to see others do better. It's not a me picture. It's yeah. a us picture. I love that. And don't you think one of the things that I love about hypnosis is that everybody is, you know, taught, certified with like, so I'll have like a language. We're given like a, a skeleton. Mm-hmm. And then with our own special gifts and talents, we add on our own specialties into the profession. So it's never the same with any two people. And so that's why I believe everybody goes to who they're drawn to because the you know, universe provides. I'm going to sound a little woo now, but we all attract the people that we need to work with, which is why I don't think there needs to be any competition amongst hypnotists because we all have our gifts, Not we all, all have our talents, and everybody treats it and expresses it differently. So that's what I think is beautiful too about the guild is that you get introduced to so many different people who are doing hypnosis, but in so many different ways. 
I so. found it was like a plethora of information when you come here because you meet people that are doing so many things. Um, right now, I'm trying to bring our training online. Mm. I'm looking at what that would look like. I just went into a wonderful presentation about licensing as a school. Mm-hmm. So that's something we was were looking Carol? at doing a school. Yeah, yeah it she's was very beautiful. Good. She was amazing. Yeah. So I just, I get so much information. Um, I I met Dr. Will, ended up doing his course and got certified in, in, um, in NLP. NLP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I always want to change those. <laughs> linguistics. PLN. So, <laughs> right. so I, I ended up doing that. I found it was so helpful. You know, um, it's just so much that everyone is so knowledgeable. It's not unusual to see several people that have been coming to the convention for 30 plus years. Yeah. So I think that's profound. And Dr. Um, Dr. Maurice, when I mentioned to him my 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 interest in substance addiction, he says, we've never had a class like that. Why don't you do it? I'm like, all right. There you go. <laughs> so then next year, I'll be looking for you teaching me. Or you're doing it this year. And then I am. Next year, I, I love am. that. So say the name of your class again. Um, we're doing um, the courses, um, how to use hypnosis for the treatment of substance addiction. And you said we, are you co-teaching with somebody? or No, I, I usually just say we, we. because my... Sorry. <laughs> the I'm a Jedi. It makes sense to me. <laughs> I got a no, lot of there's, over there's here. no DID. There's someone else. Just me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but no, I generally when when I'm talking about our company or something is we because I never believe in making it just finite you as a a team behind you. I love this. I oh, love yeah. this. So I can't wait to see what you're going to be creating with your life because of all the things that you're doing already. And then how are you going to take this information and go with it? You're fascinating. I'm really happy that I'm getting to know you this year. Oh, I am so happy to meet yeah. you as well. <laughs> I like how you dress. I like your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this is Debbie Boucher signing off from the NGH podcast. Gabriella Foster, thank you so much <laughs> for being here with me. Thank you. It was and an um, extreme pleasure. Thank I look you for forward to seeing me. everything else you're going to be creating. And um, I love your support that you have here with you today. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> and um, everybody keep listening. And if you are new to the NGH, National Guild of Hypnotists, please go to our website, ngh.net, and find out all about us. This Thank is you. Debbie Boucher and Gabriella signing off. Thank you for listening to the Hypnosis NGH podcast. You're welcome to share your ideas for future podcasts by emailing us, nghpodcast at ngh.net.